Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. So who were some of the famous early members of Freemasonry? Yes, so um, when we look at the uh, a book written by uh, Gould called The Four Old Lodges, and you can get a copy of this on Google Books for free, uh, in 1925, the Ramon Grapes had changed its name to the Horn. Well, what actually happened was the membership moved from the pub, the tavern of the Ramon Grapes, to another tavern down the road called the Horn. Um, and uh, in Gould's book, Four Old Lodges, he lists 13 names. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of spelling mistakes and some of the names are a little bit difficult. You can't look them up on Wikipedia so easily. But I spent a long time looking at them, and I can give you a few of the most famous. Um, first you. listed uh, is Lord Paisley. He's interested because he was a lord from Scotland and had estates in Ireland as well. And he became the Earl of Abercorn uh, later in 1734. Um, he was the Grand Master. He was actually the ninth Grand Master of the Premier Grand Lodge uh, in the year that the list was drawn up, 1725. And it's, it's again, this is an indication of firstly, he would probably being Scottish and have living uh, having a property in Ireland, he would probably be Catholic. And he may have also been a Jacobite. And that's interesting, you know, how mm. we, we weren't judging our membership by. Uh, their religious beliefs, even as early as 1725. Another member was the third Duke of Queensbury, though he's written uh, down in the list as Queensborough. Uh, but he had an important job um, in the household of King George I, as he was a gentleman of the bedchamber. This is a very important uh position. He was like a friend to the, the king. Uh, there would probably be five or six gentlemen of the bedchamber. They would help the king dress. They would bring him his food. They would bring him gossip. They would make um, suggestions for uh, pensions or, I don't know, um, decorations to the king. And wouldn't this if, um, uh, I don't know, Viscount Salisbury was made an earl, for example, and the king would say, oh, yes, what a grand idea. <laughs> and that's how it worked in those days. Yeah. But anyway, so the Duke of Queensbury was um, a very had a considerable influence in politics, particularly in Scotland, because he was the former secretary of state. And while he was actually in the lodge, he was vice admiral of Scotland. Uh, so, he, you know, again, these are not working, uh, working class people. These are the cream of the aristocracy in early Freemasonry. Um, oh, by the way, um, the Queensbury rules of boxing were established by um, his cousin about four generations later. Excellent. Uh, trivia. Yeah, yeah, trivia. I didn't trivia. know that. <laughs> uh, another in the list was Lord Waldegrave. Um, he was the first Earl of Waldegrave, and he was related to King James II through his mother, uh, James's illegitimate daughter, 
So he was the son of, um, uh, yes, <laughs> James's mother, uh, but in illeg legitimate, illegitimate. So even though he was illegitimate, um, the king looked after him and gave him a title. And um, he also uh, had served as lord of the bedchamber to George I. And so even the gentlemen in the bedchamber's position had uh, different ranks, uh, the top being the lord. Um, then on the international side, there were several among the 18 people given in, uh, sorry, 13 people given in the list. Um, there were several foreigners and one was uh, Rudolf Ferdinand, um, who came from Germany, uh, which was later actually part of the Netherlands. And uh, he was the son of German nobility. Uh, Count Jost Hermann and Countess Elizabeth zu Sayen Wittgenstein. Quite a mouthful. Uh, so, yes, yeah, a mouthful, yeah. Um, he would have been a Protestant coming from Germany. Um, then uh, the Earl of Lorraine. Um, so uh, this is a little bit hard to, to actually um, find, you know, to research. Uh, because there's not much evidence of an Earl of Lorraine from uh, Germany uh, visiting England. But um, it does seem that um, uh, Francis, uh, who became the Grand Duke of Tuscany and the Archduke of Austria, uh, visited England at one time. And later he became King Francis I of Germany and the Holy Roman Emperor. Well, this is an extremely, extremely eclectic group and also very illustrious. Yeah, the, exactly. The names on there from all over, yeah. all over the world at the time. It's fascinating. Yeah. So this is only four people. I mean, if you look at the whole list, which is in my book, Freemasonry Illustration by Light, I give the whole list. It's very, very interesting. And you can see the direction that the Premier Grand Lodge uh, was intending to go. They, the lodge was based um, right near uh, King James's, it's called uh, St. James's Palace, also walking distance from the Houses of Parliament. And so um, we had many people there in the lodge who were in the king's bedchamber and they were members of the Royal Society. And a lot of them were also elite officers in the army, armed forces. <laughs> so, uh, for example, um, even nowadays, our nobility uh, often serve in the, the armed forces. Uh, for example, mm. Uh, His Royal Highness Prince uh, Harry of Wales, he was a captain in the Blues and Royals for 10 years, um, though he's not a Freemason. But it's this sort of service that um, the Brits like mm -hmm. the nobility to to get involved in. Absolutely. Yes, it's a, it'd be nice to see some of the more active <laughs> politicians like Tony Blair taking a frontline seat in the action of the conflicts that they cause. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to lead from um, an armchair <laughs> from Absolutely. behind. Yeah, when yeah. you're not being shot at. <laughs> so in conclusion, this just goes to show that speculative masonry from the very get-go was international in scope and was also held in high esteem by the gentry and aristocracy. That's fascinating. Well, thank you, Brother Earnshaw. 
That brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Good night.